All right, welcome to your weekly edition of the Buckbuster Podcast, where we talk anything and everything hockey. I'm Ethan, followed by my co-hosts. What's going on, guys? What's up? Hiya. What's up? Alright, so one of the first topics we'd like to talk about today, um, Sidney Crosby today actually just wrapped up his 1,000th career NHL game. With two assists in tonight's game. Two assists, uh, Evgeny Malkin handed him off that ceremonial stick. Um, yeah, the silver stick. Yeah. A thousand games. That's insane. It, 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 just a short, I mean, not, a, not even a short, but 17 year career now. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, just with him... Uh, this could have happened four or five years ago. It wasn't him battling injuries constantly. Left and right, yeah. The first 70 years of his career. Yeah. It's definitely made it a lot tougher, but I mean, so still, he, regardless, I mean. He holds for the most games now played yeah. as a Penguin. As a Penguin. As a yeah. Penguin. Most, uh, most in Pittsburgh Penguins history. Really? Franchise history, yep. So yep. he yep. Nope. Huh. Yeah, so he's okay. he beat Mario Lemieux in that uh, in that aspect, and obviously. It's okay, because Mario Lemieux he did battle injury quite a bit, and then he left because he got cancer, then he yeah. came back. Okay, so that does make sense, I guess. I still and thought then, Mario and played then came again. out of retirement to play again. I don't think he retired. He just came out, came back from cancer, and I don't know if he ever officially retired. Yeah, because ninety-seven they retired his number. <clears throat> did they? Okay. Yeah, actually, uh, official stats are Mario Lemieux is actually in third with uh, 9.15, Malkin's at 9.23, and Sidney Crosby's at 1,000 even. So, awesome. so yeah, uh, Crosby solely holds the number one spot with Malkin not too far behind. So, wow. ne- next would come the question of, you know, who will, who will retire first? Will it be uh, Vigeny Malkin or will it be Sidney Crosby, assuming they stay in Pittsburgh for their entire careers? I think it'll... If anything, just based on age-wise, well, I don't know how old Gino Mal- is. Malkin's a year older than Crosby. Okay, so it's not as much as I thought. I'd f- I'd figure <laughs> that uh, I'd figure that probably Gino would retire first. G- Gino's been showing signs of slowing down, and Crosby is showing no signs of slowing down anytime soon. Because they're both what mid thirties. Uh, Crosby's thirty. Will be thirty-four this year. Malkin will be thirty-five. Okay. So. Well, it, I don't think it helps Gino's case where, you know, his first year, he was forced to stay over in Russia, whereas Crosby was actually able to play in Pittsburgh during that 05-06 season. Yeah. So that that doesn't help Gino's case. But yeah. In other news, uh, staying on the topic of Sidney Crosby, kind of, uh, Connor McDavid scored his 500th point this week, tying Sidney Crosby for the shortest amount of time to do so with 362 games. It took to score 500. Which is impressive. Which is tied, I believe they tied for eighth all time behind Lemieux, Gretzky, Gordie Howe, Ovi, and a bunch of others, to say the least. Alright, and then kind of getting off, well, moving down to the CHL, um, uh, they came out with an update earlier this week where they still don't know the start mm-hmm. date for all three major leagues in that CHL league. Which at this point is it's fucking stupid. It's they, pointless. It's like it, you're halfway through February, almost done with the month of February now. What are you gonna do? Get twenty games in, in your in your CHL season? These kids all being under the age of twenty, these kids would be exhausted. Oh, yeah. being for, even if they were to try to push like a forty game season, they'd be forced to play five six games a week. 
which is it's ridiculous. I mean, <clears throat> even some of the top prospects you're looking at, you know, people like Jamie Drysdale, you know, drafted by Ot uh, not Ottawa, Anaheim seventh overall this past year. I mean, he, I thought it was sixth overall. Six, 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 six. Okay, he, yeah, he got bumped he, down. Yeah, uh, sixth overall, uh, <laughs> and he's playing with the Anaheim's uh, affiliate. affiliate team over in California. Other big players, you know, like well, obviously Lafreniere can't play anymore in the C oh in his league, but these players are playing with, you know, the one of the top two uh, leagues. Uh, I can't remember. I thought I read something about them possibly taxi squatting uh, Alex Galchenyuk. I know we talked about him last week. I I heard I heard that they were going to taxi squat him and run him back down to he, affiliate he, team. He uh, the original plan is if he was going to stay with Carolina before he got traded again was he's going to go with their affiliate of Chicago. But then he got uh, sent back to Toronto, which I don't know what his current status is with them. I, I did hear he, he will be battling for a, a forward spot. He, so he's, if so, he doesn't make it, he will be sent right back down to the minors again. Because I've heard that if That would he, suck, too, because he's been in the league for... 2012? Yeah. I say he's been in the league for a hot minute now. Yeah. yeah. He's already been traded, what, seven, six times? Yeah, seven. Four, four in the past... Two years. Well, just, so. just look at this year alone. I mean, he's been on, well, three separate teams. I'm not, two separate teams, because I'm not going to count a stint in Carolina because he didn't lace up with the Hurricanes, but Not still. even three days with them. And, <laughs> and they're already like, hey, bud. Hey, bud, just just stay north of the border. Just, just, <laughs> you, you can stay with Toronto. So, uh, welcome to Carolina. Hope you're liking the warm weather. Uh, it's not going to last long. Don't get used to it. You're, you're, on, you're on the next flight to Toronto. So. Yeah, Galchenyuk got drafted in 13. So, oh, okay. so by he's the Canadians. Yeah, again, uh, eight years. Last second, last second discussions. You have to do last second research. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of going back <clears throat> on the CHO. As much as I, we, I know we all would love to go, be able to see like our otter, Erie otters, to play again. It's just pointless. Like, it's gonna, it'll just screw up their, the. Um, Following season, yeah. the following year, the following like, season we get pushed back again, and then the fight season after, like, just don't play. Just wait until August, September to start your next season. Because even if they did, there wouldn't be fans anyways, most likely. And, and with the problems, I mean, looking at the OHL, because we're we're so much more familiar with OHL. I mean, we're looking at them out of the uh, I don't know how many teams, twenty six teams there are. Mm -hmm. The only three American teams. Yeah, yeah and Saginaw and... Saginaw, Flint, Erie, which, you know, with, with the Canadian-American border being closed, it's like, how tough will it be for them to bounce back and forth, or how stupid will it be to have an own American division with three fucking teams? <coughs> I mean, and they also discussed Erie, Flint, Michigan, um, Saginaw just playing in Toronto, or playing in Ontario somewhere, which, again, would have been... I would like to see that. That would definitely gotten the process done a lot quicker. Maybe we would have seen a season. Didn't want to be able to go see see games regardless. But there's always, you know, always listen to them, always try to live stream them somewhere. But, yeah, it's, it's pointless for a season to happen at this point. Yeah, in other news, uh, the New Jersey Devils have uh, promoted Nico Heischer to being the captain of the New Jersey Devils as a late... 22nd birthday present. So, just turned what? January 4th? January 4th, 99. Turned 22. Wow. 22 years old. Dude is nine months older than me, and he is now the captain of an yeah. NHL team. That's crazy to think about, isn't it? You I guys are it. older than this dude. Some of you guys are older than this kid, and he's captaining. 
Yes, that's a word, captaining. Captain. Now the captain of an NHL team. It's now the third, third active, um, youngest captain in the current. No, league. he's he's the youngest. He's, oh, the, youngest. he's well, the youngest. At least in at least in under twenty four, right? Because McDavid is. McDavid's under twenty four. Yeah, so that's. It was going to be Matthews, but obviously yeah. he got in trouble, so now, now it's Tavares. But um. Yeah, makes you think how dogwater your life is if a younger guy is named captain of a fucking NHL team, regardless of how good the, the team is. So, I mean... That's crazy there. So, I mean, congrats to him. All right, next up is our injury updates report for the Buckbusters Radio with Ethan. All right, so not a whole lot of... Uh... New injuries. We still got a lot of sideline players out, whether it be COVID nineteen or just uh, <clears throat> minor injuries. Like uh, we have currently, well, we have no injuries in Montreal, which is amazing. Um, going up to uh, Los Angeles, we have uh, Martin Furk, who is a former Red Wing sent to the sent to the Kings. He is on. Week-to-week status with a lower body injury. Um, going up to Edmonton, uh, Zach Cassian is still in week-to-week status for upper body. Excuse me. Um, Tyler Bertuzzi of the Detroit Red Wings is still out indefinitely for an upper body injury. Uh, and... Vladislav Nemestnikov is out in day-to-day status for an undisclosed injury. Going down to Dallas, uh, we still have Ben Bishop, Tyler Sagan. Um, it looks like Jamie Ben is back into playing. Uh, ben Bishop ended up actually having knee surgery, and he will be back in late April, hopefully. Uh, and Tyler Sagan has been moved to indefinitely status for a hip injury. Alexander Radulov is still in day-to-day with lower body. <clears throat> uh, going over to Columbus, uh, David Savard is sidelined uh, due to just being sick. Doesn't necessarily say what sickness he has. Um, there are a lot of undefinitely indefinite players on Chicago. We have Jonathan Taves, Kirby Dash, Alex Nylander, and Brent Seabrook are all out on... Oh, and Zach Smith, too. Are all out indefinitely. Uh, Zach Smith for back. Johnny Taves is still undisclosed. Uh, Kirby Dash for wrist. Alex Nylander for a knee injury. And Brent Seabrook for a back injury. Um, Going over to Carolina, Peter Morazic is sidelined right now for or was sidelined for a thumb injury but i believe he is back between the pipes um and then going over to boston uh david Krejci is in day-to-day status with a uh yeah david Krejci is out on a lower body injury and that seems to be really about it. So it's still just a lot. I'm noticing it's a lot of upper body injuries, if anything, especially from the more defensive players. It's been a lot of goaltenders lately. Um, ooh, Eric Carlson, Eric Carlson 
is in day-to-day uh, -day status for uh, lower body injury. Um, Vladimir Tarasenko is still out uh, due to his shoulder. Who knows when he's going to be back? And that's going to—I think that's going to be really tough for the Blues. That's going to be probably the toughest break for the Blues this season. Okay. Uh, but remember the update last week where uh, he was at least back on the ice in the non contact jersey. He's still skating. He's still trying to get. He's better. still skating. He's still trying to get better. But I don't think I see him playing this season, like playing a full game this season. Maybe. If if either that or it'll be at the very end of the season, end of the regular season. If they make the playoffs, I can definitely see him jumping back in for the playoffs. Yeah, but that's if. Yeah. That's just if. It all depends on the, again if 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 if, if, if scenarios. Um, anything can happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, well, actually, as of right now, St. Louis is sitting on top of their division, uh, one point ahead of Vegas, but Vegas has four games in hand. Yeah. So they actually have played the most games in their entire division. So. Uh, Anthony Sorelli, moving down to Tampa Bay. Anthony Sorelli is uh, in week-to-week -week status due to an undisclosed injury. Obviously, we know about, unfortunately, Nikita Kucherov is out for the season. Due to a hip surgery, that was rough. No, well, that was what January? Oh, yeah. That was before the season. That he'd be out yeah. The season, yeah. It was just like. Was yeah, because the big that was the two big <clears throat> bombshell like out for the season players were him and uh, Henrik Lundqvist and Johnny Taves. Well, John Johnny Taves Johnny Taves came later. It, it was like a week before the season ever started. He was he was never confirmed full season. He's just they don't know how long he's gonna. He could be back next week. He could not return to the playoffs. Going up to Toronto, uh, Wayne Simmons is in week to week status for uh, wrist injury. Um, going over to Vegas, Robin Lehner Ooh. is uh, in day to day status for upper body. He's starting goaltender. Wow. But as of right now, their their one B goaltender, Flurry, has been and actually then, standing on his head, saving Vegas right now. And yeah. Oscar Dance, former Otter, isn't he backing up? He's right currently now? backing up Flurry. Yeah, right he's now. their quote unquote third string goaltender. And to end your Buckbuster injury report, over in Winnipeg, the recent beginning of the season trade, Pierre Luc Dubois is currently in day to day status for lower body. <laughs> That's just tough luck for him. He gets, <laughs> he gets traded and then he gets injured. I think he played a game. I think he got injured in that game. <laughs> I could be wrong. He could play a couple First of game with Winnipeg. And just, just his luck. That's, so this has been your Buckbuster Injury Report. Actually, speaking of uh, Henrik Lundqvist, uh, a statement was released earlier this week on his updates for recovery via heart surgery. Apparently he's doing very well. He's starting to exercise a little bit more. You know, go on these longer walks, and just getting out, getting some fresh air, and in, in the cold, cold DC weather. So that's obviously great news coming out of DC with with Henrik Lundqvist. So that's, it'd, it'd be nice to see that the king back between the pipes next yeah, season. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be so nice to see him all healthy again and absolutely. be back. Do you think he's going to be better than he was last next season? Or? To start off, no. No. He's well, gonna, like, it's going to definitely be a slow... Uh, he, I think he's definitely going to be slow getting back into it. But I think that's with any player uh, in, the, in the league. Just getting, uh, slow getting back after like, even a couple games missed. It's going to be tough. But uh, 
start, uh, especially with the, the goaltender position, like it's, it's it'll be tough for him. So. Yeah. All right, jumping right into a new little two-week segment we're going to be doing here. First of all, we're going to be going through each division, uh, team by team, and just listing and talking a little bit about our favorite player from each team. Yay. Yeah, starting with the, uh, the Wild Wild North division, uh, starting up top with the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Ethan, why did you get those going? So, for my pick for the Maple Leafs, I said uh, Mitch Marner. I also said Mitch Marner. I uh, also <laughs> said Mitch Marner. And it's a close tie with Matthews. Yeah, I was bouncing between him and Austin Matthews. It was. I had a hot take um, as well. I had Travis Dermott as well. I have William Nylander for my for Toronto. I've always I've always liked Nylander. I always have, and I probably always will. I mean, he's, he's a good player for sure. Very. I'd say one of the mo- one of the, the top most underrated on Toronto. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't get spoken about enough. He's he's a good player for sure. Absolutely. By far. Okay, I have Austin Matthews with his uh, caterpillar on his upper deck. Gotta love the caterpillar, man. I mean, no, nobody does it better than Eric Carlson. No, oh gosh, no. Damn right. (laughs) Ethan gave me that nod, like, you know know me. (laughs) All right, bumping down to the number two seed, Edmonton. Uh, Myself, I have Leon Dreisaitl. I also have Leon Dreisaitl. It was tough to go against, you know, debatably the greatest hockey player of our generation. Zach, I'm just kidding. No, uh, Connor McDavid, of course, but I would definitely put Dry Side on the close second. Yeah. Very, went, very, very close second. I went with McDavid as well. Ever since he was an otter, I've always just loved him. I'm kind of the same boat with Bobo. I've went with Connor McDavid. It's just it was. I'm just lucky enough I managed to got to see Connor McDavid play as a as an otter. As an otter, in, 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 watching this in, dude as a 15, 16 year old. Just out skating these 19, 20 year olds in the OHL. Well, and that even goes not only for him, but for guys like Dylan Strome and Alex Dabrinkit. And now, even into the modern day with like Max Golod, Jamie Drysdale, you know, I feel like Drysdale has the potential to possibly be the next McDavid. At least on, uh, it'll, on, it'll on be the, close. At least on the blue it'll, line. It'll be close. It's, that, that one's debatable because they're two completely different types of hockey. Hit, uh, Drysdale being the defenseman. Drysdale, I'm sorry. Drysdale being a defenseman and McDavid being the forward. But with McDavid, Connor, I kind of one thing I just hope he gets in his career is at least a cup at some point in his career. Whether it's with Edmonton or not, yeah, he he deserves it, man. I I feel like with how McDavid's been playing, it's almost like a a man among among boys, considering you know he's just. Top, top, top of the league, top of the uh, points. And how quickly he got him and Drysaddle lead that team, man. If it wasn't for those two, these Edmonton wouldn't even be in the conversation of the division right now. Diff- even, even in the old division when they were playing in the uh, Pacific Division, it's they they instead of being the Edmonton of the division now, they'd be the, the Detroit of the division, yeah. not just the bottom feeders. And they were like that for a couple years, even with McDavid and Drysaddle, literally probably getting more than half the team's total points coming from those two. It's Take McDavid out of the team, put him elsewhere, put him... I'd like to see McDavid somewhere such as, like, Chicago or Carolina. A team that's, you know, that needs that one more good player. I actually would say a good spot, I think, for McDavid, if he were to be traded, would be Columbus. Like, you just need help there. Yeah. But can you imagine having... 
So, uh, Chicago already has, what, three former Otters on the team now? The Brinkets and Scrub. And I thought Yet- there was one more. Yetman is in their... Chadman Yetman is still in the affiliates. He is in their organization. I thought so. But can you imagine Yetman were to get on to the Blackhawks and then McDavid were to go to the Blackhawks? We'd have four former Otters on... On he's, the same team. <laughs> kind of going on Yetman real quick. He's actually been carrying um. Oh, the, the Chicago's, the Chicago's affiliated team. Um, I would like to see uh, David kind of take the same path as Gretzky. You know, bump down to L.A. for for mm. a season or two. L.A., St. Louis, and the Rangers. Yeah, that would be crazy. That's actually. I didn't never thought that'd be. That would be pretty. Yeah, that would be pretty cool to see. But the thing is, is if say. Uh. Say McDavid were to move down to, pretty fair to say, a pretty bottom-of-the-barrel team like L.A., after he gives them that momentum, can they keep it up? And he were to get leave, can they keep that up? If they're able to fit, uh, build like a, a young team around him, as him to lead the way, he could probably, they could probably be like a middle-of-the-pack team. Maybe not the like, top-tier team that you know Boston and Tampa are, but at least, you know, uh, consistently getting the playoffs, consistently, you know, going second round, maybe funking out after that, but still. Yeah, I think a playoff, I think he would definitely get him to at least a playoff spot. At least. For sure. Bobo, did we say your favorite Edmonton? Yeah, I said McDavid. McDavid, okay. Coming down to third place team in the division, the Winnipeg Jets. I'm, I'm going to go with Connor Hellebuck on this one. Okay, okay. He's just one of those, he's one of the strongest goalies I've seen in a while between the pipes. And I just, he's just, the way he moves between those pipes is phenomenal. Yeah. He's, he is a very, very, flu- he's a very fluid goaltender. Very. I went with, I would say Patrick Light if he was still in Winnipeg, but I went with Kyle Connor. Okay. That's, that was one that I said that was different. I also went with Kyle Connor. I was not expecting anybody to be there with me. See, I actually kind of broke the mold a little bit, and I went with uh, Mark Shifley. That's actually who I went with, too. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, you know what? You're going to say uh, Connor. You're going to say Connor. I, I, I did write down a couple for like, my honorable mention book next to my number one, but I also had honorable mentions with Blake Wheeler. And also I said Shifley. my honorable mention was Blake Wheeler. So. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to uh, the Canadians of Montreal. Um, the Canadians de Montreal. Oh. Uh, I got not surprised between the pipes, the man, the myth, the Carey Price. I also got Carey Price. I got Carey Price. <laughs> I think it's pretty. Uh, I think it's pretty yeah. unanimous. Looks like uh, Bob was going to be the same way with Carey Price. So I, I, I do have to give an honorable mention to uh, Shea Weber. Yeah. I, as much as he looks like a fucking thumb, he is a good thing. He does kind of look like a thumb. <laughs> now that you mention it, he does kind of look like a thumb. <laughs> Moving down to Calgary, the number five seed. Calgary Flames, you're fit, man. They have a crazy team there. Yeah, I gotta go with the number one player all time, Calgary Hall of Famer Milan Lucic. Just kidding. No. <laughs> 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 Milan Lucic. No, I thought somebody else was with me there. <laughs> no, I, 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 Johnny Hockey, man. Yeah. The, the future there, face of that franchise. Johnny Hockey. Yeah, there's, there's really, I don't think anybody else can go for him. See. I, I actually went for somebody different. I said Matthew Kachuk. Okay. I, He's a good grinder. I, I almost said, but I, I went I, for Johnny Hockey as well. Yeah, I was I was really bouncing between Johnny Goudreau and uh, 
Matthew Kachuk, but I, I, I feel really like... I am really enjoying seeing these, uh, we get to see the, the Kachuk battle eight times this year. Yeah. I nine, just, nine times well, I feel like, you yeah. know, if you're talking about Kachuk, normally people think of Brady. They always think of Brady Kachuk. They never think of Matthew. So that's why I had to give Matthew a little bit of love on it. And he's a, dec- he's a decent player, too. I, I just love seeing the uh, the rivalry between Matthew Kachuk and Zach Cassian of Edmonton. Yeah! Just, just, just the bad blood they have between each other. Just the battle, battle of Alberta, man. The Battle of Alberta. I have Johnny Goodrow. Johnny Hockey. Johnny Hockey. All right. Sorry if I chewed your last name. All right. So, uh, who do we have for the Vancouver Canucks? I have Elias Pettersson for Vancouver. I I okay. have I have Elias Pettersson as well. Okay. Okay. I had Brandon Holtby. The whole beast. He is one of my honorable mentions. My other honorable mention being Bill Horvat, but Ooh. I ultimately went with Brock Besser. Ooh. Ooh. Right. He's okay. He's still, you know, he's a young guy. He's He's, he's How been, old is he now? Another, he's another one of those, I think, one of the more underrated players on the league. He's been killing it for me in fantasy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing pretty good. Horvath's been killing killing it for me in fantasy. That's why I chose him as one of my honorable mentions. Mine were kind of, sh- uh, I think it was kind of shocking, guys. Brandon Sutter. Yeah. Okay. Oh. All right. Yeah, uh, that he, was, th- he was still there. That second line center. I kind of oh. forget he's oh, what? been there for a while. Yeah, uh, ever since he was traded out of Pittsburgh, I believe. Yeah, for the uh, for Dick Vino. Uh, Brock Besser is currently 23 years old. He is still, he is still very young. Yeah. They, you know, I think we all kind of forget that Vancouver has that very young core. I mean, yes, they they have some old guys, you know, Braden Holtby, Brandon Sutter, you know, some of these older guys Did, who have a little bit more experience. But does Besser have an A? No. Uh, I know Horvat is the captain. Recently I named both the captain. When I was looking at the roster, I don't think if not, he, he should he should have one if he isn't. Because like, like I said, he's young. He's still a great. He's I'm a great sure player. He doesn't. I don't think he does either. Because when I was looking at the roster, what doing? Yeah, this. he was drafted twenty uh, third overall in twenty fifteen to Vance. To Vancouver. I think first round. For the 2021 season, Bo Horvath has a C. Alexander Edler uh, and Brandon Sutter both have the A. Oh, Sutter, okay. Okay. All right, I did not know that. Learn something new every day again when you do last second research. <laughs> <laughs> All right, finishing up the uh, the north, the bottom seed, Ottawa Senators. Oh, shocker. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I got Matt Murray. I have Matt Murray. I have him as an honorable mention, I do actually. Too. I have him as an honorable mention. Uh, you know, just I had to be biased. I had to at least throw him in there as the honorable mention, but I went with Brady Kachuk. Ooh. This one, so. I actually didn't realize until when looking at this, Connor Brown. Okay. Yeah, former I uh, I've got to show the bias and the love for your former Rioters. I actually broke the mold compared to all y'all because I know I kind of figured you guys would have gone with Matt Murray. I said Nikita Zaitsev. Okay. You know, he's just, I look at him as he's a pretty solid, good old Russian player, good old Russian boy. Um, you know, I feel like the Russian presence in the NHL is, like, I feel like a lot of the best players that we have mm-hmm. in the league oh, now yeah. are Russian. Mm-hmm. I, Russia's always pumped out solid hockey players. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because they're, like, kind of going into, like, when they do compete, like in Olympics stuff, like they're normally like the, in that top, like, like 
four like of the different countries like yeah there i think right as of right now they've pumped out the number three amount uh the three, third most amount of players only beyond you know america and canada canada, canada. Uh, canada i think canada has the u.s the u.s by what like five percent yeah. yeah. it's low so, it's it's very close for those two because there's been a lot of american <laughs> players being drafted the past couple of years might as well. We've, this has been the episode of last minute research. <laughs> We've done a lot of it this episode. We've done quite a bit past, but this might be one of the most. Um, I'm trying to think of any other uh, just honorable mentions from these teams last second. Uh, top, top spot, Canada at 342 or 43.1 percent. United States at 214, that's 27 percent. Oh, way up. A good 15%. Uh, Sweden, actually, at 82 with 10.3. Finland at 44 at 5.5. And Russia at 38, 4.8. Wow. Russian players? Yeah. Huh. So there, I could have sworn there were a lot more oh, than yeah. that. I, that's a small, I mean, that's a small number. <laughs> I mean, for, for Russia, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, just... Pretty much every player that is Russian, though, is one of the first names you would mention when they, if you talk about their team. For example, Nikita Kucherov, like he's one of the first players you mention when you talk about Tampa. Or what about uh, Stammer, Stammer, Bazzi, Stamkos, Stamkos? Oh no, I'm thinking that one. I'm, I'm thinking something else. I'm saying, like, like Russian players. Like, I'm, I'm going well, and you got guys like Ovi. You got uh, you got Gino. I'm getting Kuznetsov. You already said Nikita Kucherov, didn't you? Okay. Ooh, yeah. I can't remember. This might be just me being me being ignorant. Is Burakovsky Russian too? Yes. I, I could have sworn Andre Burakovsky's Russian. Exactly. Yeah, because um, I remember there was a uh, Bobo st- um, stepdad told us like, because when he was in Erie. No, our, he is Austrian. Austrian. Oh, Austrian. Austrian. Oh, never mind. Cause I, but anyway, kind of. I remember he said they had to help him, like when he came to Erie, like teach him like English, cause he didn't, his English wasn't. Yeah, he's. That, that's a lot of players that are like that. NHL, OHL. I mean, look at the one thing Evgeny Malkin did during the league. I mean, he spoke barely any English, and then fellow countryman uh, Sergey Gonchar kind of brought him in, was able to translate for him until he. Spoken English. I mean, granted, he doesn't know everything, but like. I know, I know when Flurry came over, too, he was. For the first couple of years, he was fluent in English, but he wasn't. Where's your best? Where's yeah. Flurry from? Flurry's French Canadian. Okay. So, kinda fi- I kind of figured. Yeah, he uh, speaks more French. That's why they call him the flower. Flurry is French for flower. Yeah. So. I could. Well, I didn't know if he was full blown French or if he was French Canadian. He's, he's French Canadian. Okay. Uh, that clears that up for me. I yeah, knew he I had. I believe it was Max Talbot. Of all people that kind of like helped him, kind of like his translator, oh. and that's why they, they became you know such good friends during Talbot's time in in, uh, in Pittsburgh. All right, and then for the second division of the the night, uh, the Wild Wild West. Uh, starting at top, the St. Louis Blues. Not surprising. I have Ryan O'Reilly. I have Ryan O'Reilly as well. Again, got to keep the, the buys for our former Erie Otter boys. I had him as an honorable mention, but I got a Senko, Vladimir Tarasenko. That's my favorite player. Ooh. He was an honorable mention for me, and it, but Ryan O'Reilly was my choice. See, my choice was actually Tory Krug. 
Oh, oh my God, I forgot you went on the same list. Yeah, so. I uh, I had to pick Tory Krug. He's, he's he's a beast. He's got a he's got a good amount of grit to him. He that does, boy yeah. that boy's got a good amount of grit to him. Ethan loves his, his gritty boy. So I do. <laughs> I feel like he definitely picked up a lot of grits when playing with Boston. You know, with Boston. Baston. With Baston being known as a, a very physical upfront team. So um, you know, as much you got to think though, as much smack as we all as NHL fans talk on Boston when it comes to like on ice physicality I don't think there's there's no team better in the league than Boston between them and even Philly too Philly's pretty physical as well that's why you always see especially when they're playing the Penguins like it's I I think they've kind of fallen off pace you know from the old old style broad street bullies till now Mm -hmm. I I think Philly kind of plays more fast paced game first of a physical game not, don't get me wrong, they, they do play physical, just not as I think, physical as the 7th. I show. think Philly's going to be on their way to becoming actually really enjoyable to watch. Oh, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, really, don't get me wrong, I still, I still don't like the Flyers. and But if there's any Flyer that I'm going to, I can tolerate, it's going to be like Claude Giroux. Oh, yeah. Carter Hart. And uh, Carter Hart, yeah. yeah. As much as I hate him, I mean, he, he's still a darn good, good goaltender. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, uh, speaking of. Uh, Goaltending Vegas with their their tandem. Uh, who do you have for your your favorite favorite player? That one I have to be biased. Mark Andre Fleury. That's it, that's a that's a cakewalk. I park. had I I kind of biased for both of these picks. I had Flower, Mark Andre Fleury, and Ryan Reeves. I had Ryan Reeves for me. Ryan Reeves. Man. I I still think one of my favorite memories is Ryan Reeves when he was with Pittsburgh. Me and act it was me and Colin one year we went to Pittsburgh Buffalo. Oh yeah, and he beat the shit out I of the for- one Buffalo defenseman. I forget who like, it was. At the end boards, like, there was a dirty hit against one of the Penguins, and Ryan Reeves just came up, dropped the gloves, and just beat, beat, beat the fuck out of him. All the is what it came down to, and it was the best thing ever. See, I went kind of different, and I actually said Max Pacioretty. Okay. I, uh, I, I had to give some love to Max Pacioretty. Thorough. Because he's, I feel like he's always been just, a really overall solid player, and plus he does really well for me on fantasy. So I have a little bit of bias. Um, there's actually a story read when uh, Mark Stone got traded from Ottawa to Vegas because uh, back when Patrick Reddy was with the Canadians and Stone was with Ottawa, they will always have this like, big rivalry between the two teams. And ever since they both came over to Vegas, Patrick Reddy was scared shitless, thinking Mark Stone would you know, beat the shit out of him. But they became, you know, the best of friends, and now, now they're like inseparable. I, I personally think Pacioretty should have gotten the C over Mark Stone, but e- either or they, they both, either player is very well deserved of it. So I mean, I have to say Vegas. There are a lot of players that I do really appreciate on. Oh yeah. Just oh yeah. Some more mentions William Carlson. He's another one. Um, yeah. <laughs> a couple yeah, on him. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> And then again, Robin Lehner, the other goaltender too. I mean, he's he's had a very roller coaster, I guess you could say, of a career. Yeah, he started rough in Buffalo because he was. Yeah. And, and then he went to the Islanders. Now he's in Vegas. Like he's he's played for a, a rough Buffalo team, a rough Islanders team. Now here he is with one of the top teams in the West, and doing he's doing a great job. He's got a starting position now. Absolutely. Well, if, if, if he was healthy, he'd be you know that number one A goaltender. This, this, I think we had mentioned this before. This might be Flurry's chance to steal that starting position away. Seeing, depending on how well he can play in, Rob, in Robin Leonard's absence. I said that's kind of what happened I, with um, Tristan Jari last year when Flurry wasn't. I mean, 
not Flurry. Murray was doing not the greatest, and um, Tristan Jari came in. And I don't know. I think it's going to be. I think, and this is me personally. I really appreciate Mark Andre Fleury. I appreciate Robin Lehner. Um But I think like the only real big chance that Flurry is going to get to get that number one spot back is if he ha- if Robert Lehner, uh sustains like a massive massive injury like that's that's i think in the only way that i see him or maybe getting it now next season do i see him starting flurry again possibly it's very very possible it's i think it's going to be a 50 50 toss-up where they'll start i think maybe they'll start flurry for a couple of games and then they'll start laner for a couple of games and see how those two balance out and kind uh, of, they have to also figure out for next season too, because they, you can only lock up one goalie for each for, team yeah, for, for the, for the, for the expansion. expansion draft. It's like who, like who? Will, I definitely see, can see them locking up Leonard just based on the contract they just signed in the off season. I believe it was a five or six year contract. But yeah. Uh, also looking at the Vegas stats, uh, the last nine games that Flurry started in Leonard's absence. Uh, well, prior to today's 20-minute period, which got postponed to midnight tonight, um, Flurry's record is 6-2-1 and one, with two shutouts during that stretch. Jeez. So, I was Flurry, Flurry again, I been, just dropped him in fantasy a couple weeks ago. <laughs> so you, you can tell the flower has been standing on his head carrying that, that Vegas team. So you, you can see he's, he's, he, he might not get the starting like a starting position back, but it might be another Matt Murray, Marc-Andre Flurry situation where... They, they, like, split games. And who are they going to, again, what you guys said, protect the expansion draft this offseason and who they I definitely think that they're going to protect, like, you know, like I said, just based on the amount of money they're spending to, you know, when they signed the contract with them. But yeah. we'll see. It, it could change. You never know. Yeah, I, just, I saw it with uh, Flurry. Um, I can bring it up later. So, well, well he looks that up. We'll move down to the, uh, the third Colorado Avalanche. Um, I got Nathan McKinnon, another Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia Harbor boy. Cole Harbor boy. Cole Harbor boy. I have Philip Grubauer. Kind of the same way. He's just one of those. I've always admired him as a goaltender. He's just one of those phenomenal goaltenders who can basically stop anything you throw at him. And that's why Colorado's number three, because Gruby's fucking been with right with him the whole time. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I did also go with Nathan McKinnon. He's kid's a, kid's a stellar player. He's watching that kid fly up and down the ice. He's still young, too. He's also only like 25, 26. I had um, Andre Burakovsky and, oh, and Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. See, I actually had uh, Miko Rantanen. Ooh. Okay. Miko Rantanen. Yeah, I, again, when it comes to players, I feel like don't get the attention that they deserve. Uh, one of the names that definitely comes up in my mind, at least, is Miko Rantanen, because yeah. he's always delivered every night on the ice. Yeah, I, I did not put any honorable mentions for them, but now that I think about it, I definitely, definitely would have thought about it. But yes, McKinnon is 25. Okay, okay he's 25, yes. he's 13. Yes. Also from Cole uh, Hargreaves. Kind of right. going back to Flurry real quick with Vegas. Um, uh, as a career as itself, he has um, 63... Um, He's shut out 26 teams, but um, 
But he has 63 in his shutouts in his career. Wow. Wow. 26 different teams. That's insane. That's a fun, one of those fun stats you didn't really think you needed to know, but now you know, you're like, oh. And not a lot of people think about it like that. They say, oh, you know, he might shut out that. That's a lot. That's a lot. That really <laughs> is a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. That is 63 shutouts. 63 shutouts. I mean, he, he has also faced a couple injuries. He's lost, he's lost a starter position a couple times, being with Pittsburgh and now being with Vegas. I mean, even, uh, I got nothing else to say about him. He's, he's, he's amazing. All right, so let's move out to the desert, guys, with the Arizona Coyotes. I got Phil the Thrill Castle. Fat boy Phil. I'm just going to, you know, go back to my Penguins roots, and I miss Phil. I really I think do. We all, I think Fat every, boy. every Penguins fan, I think maybe, there's a lot of Maple Leafs fans that still miss mm-hmm. Castle Boston. Being on Maple, and Boston. Toronto. And Boston. Oh, yeah, and Boston. Boston. Yeah, he was drafted by Boston. Um, but I actually went different. I went with uh, Clayton Keller. Ooh. He's, he's another one of those. He's young. He's he's still got a lot to prove for himself. And, um. You know, honorable mention. I have OEL Oliver Ekman Larson. Okay, he's, yeah, he was. Uh, I would give him a top de- top ten defenseman in the league. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I actually said uh, Derek Brassard. Okay. Uh, wow. He actually was my honorable mention. Yeah, I I really appreciate how Derek Brassard plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just got just the amount of grit. I mean, he's he's another one of those he's been traded quite a few times but <laughs> but he makes it work though oh yeah he yeah he, Unlike, he proves himself he well he as soon as you know he's right in that lineup he makes the team and he's does unlike great. Alex Galchenyuk <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it just depends on the team though because like yeah he did great with the blue coats he did great with the Sens but then once he got traded to Pittsburgh in that big trade just he fell off a cliff. Yeah. And he started yeah. slowly picking it back up with the Isles and slowly picking it back up with the Coyotes. But, like, I don't know. Just yeah, he, some, I mean, he only played with the Penguins for, what, like half a season? He didn't play uh, for too long. Uh, technically a full season because he, he came the back half of the uh, the one season. Cause he was back half for, of 18-19 and then... Yeah, because he, okay. tra- he was part of that trade with, like, Ian Cole going out to... Uh, going that's, up. Cr- that's correct. Yeah, you're right. All right. So, uh, all right. Let's move to L.A. Hollywood. What you guys got? Ooh. I have Johnny Quick. Ooh, okay. okay. I picked, uh, I go fa- saying one of my personal favorite defensemen in the league, Drew Doughty. I actually had, I, I had Drew Doughty. I had to give Drew Doughty some love. <laughs> that dude is an absolutely filthy defenseman, and he is grittier than hell. Yes. That's the one thing I love That's about him is he is just scrappier than shit, and That's, I love him. He's got, <laughs> for, some reason, for some reason, he didn't pop into mind when I thought of L.A. I don't know why, but I, I, I would have gone to, to Kopitar. Ooh. He's I, I would have. Team captain, I mean, he's, Doubting he's, my, no, he's kind of fallen off. He's not doing as great as he was back in the cup, the cup runs, but he's still a great player. Mm. Right, yeah, and I also got uh, Mr. Jonathan not so quick. Uh, back in pipes. Hmm. So, all right, uh, let's move to their one of their California rivals, Anaheim Ducks. Uh, I got Mr. Shat, Mr. Kevin Shattenkirk. Oh, okay. Ooh. I have Ryan Getzoff for this one. Ooh. I'm, I'm actually surprised that one. I've I like Ryan Getzoff. He's one of my favorite ducks. He really is. It's, he, I have him as my honorable mention, but ultimately I had to go with Mr. Uh, Mr. Grit, Adam Henrik. Okay. I, I had Ryan Getzlaff as well. And this one I think was just to spite Kyle. I chose Mr. John Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of no. uh, behind-the-scenes no, you know jokes funny? with John Gibson. John Gibson was my honorable mention. 
And then last minute, I was like, I'm going to go get slap on this one. Yeah, I had to give it to Johnny Gibson, though, because, I mean... But he's just one, he's one of those goalies, like we said earlier. He's, he's very fluid in between he the fights. He's, he's a very struggle tender, but just on a very struggling team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give, give I, him a trade and trade him to a team that actually has potential. And I, I would no, honestly... No offense, Anaheim, you're, you're used to hearing it. Get over it. Kind of going with, speak, now that we're on Anaheim, right now, because... Um, Golod is in the um, the affiliated with Drysdale, isn't he? That's right. Yep. They, he signed a uh, two-year contract with uh, their, their San Diego Seagulls. Or... Eventually, once Dry- Jamie Drysdale and Max Golod can get up to Anaheim, I think they could be a big, especially Jamie Drysdale on defense. They can. Oh, they can help Anna- the Ducks. Uh, they. I don't think the Ducks really have much good good depth. On that blue line. No. But imagine if, like, say, John Gibson. I like how we do this every show where we talk about, like, if this goaltender or whoever were to get traded to what team. Imagine John Gibson were to get traded to a place, even like Carolina. Oh. I would like to to see John Gibson in the the sweater for Carolina. I think that could be big. That would be huge. I I think Gibby needs to go back to his hometown, playing the Steel City. Because they have a not a very young, inexperienced goalie tandem with DeSmith and Jar. I know I'm being biased about Is Gibson it, but from Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's, he's from Pittsburgh. Actually, oh, yeah. well, one, one of the one of the Pittsburgh Burrows. I did not know that either. So I think he's from the uh, the uh, from North Hills. Actually. Oh wow! Oh. So uh, born and raised still, still city. I think his first actual start was against <laughs> Pittsburgh on home ice. So wow! His, his first start, you know, their Pittsburgh's home opener. Couple years ago, so. I would like to see him either wear the sweater for Carolina, or to be perfectly honest with you, the Rangers. I can yeah. see. The I I'd like to they, see. They do need a new veteran in there with Volkwood being gone now. Yeah. They, they another team with a very young, yeah, young goaltending core. They really don't have a big vet. With uh, Shostorkin and um, Alexander Gordiev, however you how pronounce his last name, I still don't know. I think it's Gordiev. <laughs> Is it Gordiev? It's Gord. Uh, I heard Gordiev. Gordiev via. Announcers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, John, I just learned Shesterkin just through announcers. I always thought it was Chesterkin. I never. Like Shesterkin. Shesterkin. And moving down to a team that you know you don't know a lot about, the Minnesota Wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, definitely not one of the teams that you mention when you talk about good teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they usually middle of the pack if they make playoffs I, just by the, the skin of their teeth. And they don't go very far. Yeah. Have you ever noticed, though, that any NHL game you go to, you never see anybody in a wild jersey? <laughs> I have, yeah, you go I've, to Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, you go to Minnesota and you see guys in wild jerseys, but that's about it. <laughs> that, does that team even exist anymore? <laughs> right. <laughs> so. They're like one of those teams. Them in Florida, man. You just make fun of those teams for not having any fans. So, I, think, I feel like we all probably picked pretty similarly for Minnesota. I, got, I picked Nick Bonino. Benino, Benino, Benino. I picked Cam Talbot for this one. Benino, Benino was my second. I was gonna say I was gonna pick Cam Talbot. I actually went a different direction. I went Zach Parise. I did the same as Kyle. I went. Wow. Zach Parise. He's just he's been with the Wild most of his career, I believe, and he's no because he was uh, he was drafted in New Jersey. He was drafted and, in New Jersey yeah. and went to the uh, helped him to, to go to the twenty fourteen finals where they fell short to the LA Kings. So. Can you imagine he's been, that he's making it to the finals just to fall short to the Kings? <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> well, just think at the time the Kings were the 16th team in the in the playoffs and they won it all. Yeah. And and that was, six, that was in 2012, wasn't it? 
14, they were a little higher. I don't think they were. Oh 16. no, that's right. Twenty twelve, they were six, the, the second wild card team in the West. I think that's what's funny with. Because um, 2012, they took yeah, down def- what the Devils. Wild card is an understatement. Yeah, twenty twelve, <laughs> they took down the Devils. Twenty fourteen, they took down the Rangers. I think that's. Oh no, no, I'm thinking twelve, but still, like they they won it in six just because of the uh, the five minutes penalty yeah. to whoever it was for checking from the island. That's kind of like um, I think it's funny, like a team that just barely makes it in. Nashville Predators kind of comes to mind when I think about that because similar to what we're saying. Cause in 2017, they went all the way to the finals to lose in six games to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, I think it's just funny because they had an upset in the third wild card matchup. Yeah. Yeah, the first round where they swept the number one team, the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. So, yeah. so what do you say? We're going to round it out at the bottom of the uh, West Division with the. San Josie Sharks. You know, let's take a wild, wild guess on what Ethan's is. <laughs> no, actually, uh, you know, obviously the last, what, six episodes now, <laughs> I've done nothing but gush about Eric Carlson. But, no, um, I actually picked Thomas Hurdle this oh, time. Okay. Uh, he's, again, one of them players, like Bobo's been saying, I've just always appreciated it, and I've always enjoyed watching him play. Um even though he does not have the luscious Eric Carlson flow <laughs> and the mustache. And so, like, he's been gawking over Eric Carlson this entire, this entire podcast. Ethan, is there something you need to tell us? Do you have a secret crush on Eric Carlson? Do you have a man crush on Eric Carlson? I'm going to choose to plead the Fifth Amendment. Jeff, you good? I have Brent Burns. I'm going to okay. follow you up on that one. I, I like Brent Burns. He reminds me of one of those... He kind of reminds you of like a Ryan Reeves type of person, mm-hmm. where it's if you do something to piss him or his teammates off, he's gonna throw he's gonna throw his gloves. The I second actually, he sees something. Sorry, I actually went with a debatably one of the greatest goaltenders of all time in uh, Antti Niemi. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I, went, I had to go with Eric Carlson. I did the same. Purity Coral. Carl. Carlson. Just based on the meme that he's kind of become here on the podcast, but just just in general, he's. I'd say give him a top five defenseman in the league. I have yeah. an honorable mention. I know you're not the, Kyle's not the biggest fan of him, um, but I had Evander Kane as an honorable mention. But I. He's another one that's been doing really good for me on oh, fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's been good on the ice, but when it comes to his bank statements, man. <laughs> 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 man, I can dude, see that. I actually I'm have t- more money than Evander Kane. I'm telling you, this is going to be the episode of nothing but throwing shade. That's all. <laughs> 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 I think I have an episode title for sure. It's always shade. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Show you where that stick's gonna go. Oh, Alright guys, make sure you tune in next week for the uh, favorite players from the Central and the Beasts of the East. Um, if you aren't following us on Twitter or on Facebook, what the fuck are you doing? Alright, see you guys!